Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, George Michael Perez, a.k.a. G. Mike, and y'all already know what it is, baby. Back with another episode of the G Perspective and took a little break because of the holidays. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's to you folks. But this week, got an interesting episode talking about everything and anything on NFL football and the 2024 National Championship game between the Washington Huskies and the Michigan Wolverines, which will be be a great game to watch on Monday at 7 p.m. at ESPN. Bringing on two old guests, Justin Fraser and Nick Wilkins, two future analysts, hopefully NFL analysts that are going to come in the picture. But great, great episode, very informative and very entertaining. Please watch the whole thing. Don't miss out. Subscribe, like, leave some comments underneath. And follow me on my socials at George Mike Perez on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at GMikeMedia underscore. And the audio version of the podcast is available on all podcast platforms. And the video version is on YouTube. Also, I run a sports gambling company called The Degenerates, where we give out daily slips to people who do not know what picks to put in on a daily, obviously. Give them the right slips that they can make 25 50 to 100 a day only paying five dollars a month so click on the link below or hit me up on any of my socials dm me and we can get moving forward with your subscription but let's jump right into it baby and let's get it nick justin my boys what's good with y'all man what's happening What's the word, player? That boy got the black hoodie on, feeling cozy, chilling with the water. Look at that. It's fit life, baby. My my hair is braided, and it's starting to come out, so I don't like it right now. Let me see. Let <laughs> me see. The, he doing the. Oh, shit. Right. Hey, okay. Hey. I see you. You just get the fade again, and this is going to fire, fire. I know. I'm going to get it rebraided, too, soon. Word. Yeah. I know a couple of people in Miami, they do great jobs. Let me know. But I know you're in St. Louis, so I know that ain't a problem for you. <laughs> hey, how was uh, how was your Christmas and New Year's, fellas? Hey, good. I was chilling with the fam, watching some football. It was fire. I, must say, like I didn't have a day where I didn't watch football. Thursday, bo- Friday, bowl game, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was, it was, it was bliss. That's what I mm-hmm. call it. Still, it was fun. Got to spend time with fam, like Nick said, and chill out. Yeah, same, a lot same. of them bull games though were whack, bro. I'm not whack. The FSU one, the FSU Georgia one. Jesus Christ! Now, I mean, I knew from the beginning on why they didn't want to put FSU in it. We all knew, you know. But like, I still stand that I think they deserve to be in there. But dude, they didn't deserve it. But they should have put Georgia in there. How you gonna put the two time defending champs in there? Come yeah, on, man. Man. no lie, they don't lie. Georgia should have been in the, the Georgia playoffs, should, at least. Yeah, at if, least. if they were picking based off what they were saying and and picking the best teams, Georgia should be in it. Yeah. And with without Jordan Travis, Florida State is not the team they were in the beginning of the season. They're just not. So yeah. it it made sense from a business standpoint, but from an integrity of the sport standpoint. Nah, it was it was messed up. Guess what? We don't gotta worry about it no more. No, we got twelve of them boys next year. Twelve teams. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. That's going to be so fire. It's Boy, be so I'm telling you ahead fire. of time. Explain, explain, explain what you're talking about, Justin, to the fans. I got you. Because it's part of what I'm about to tell you anyway. Okay. So they're expanding as people, some people may know, from four to 12 teams. And the first four teams get a buy. So you'll do five versus 12, six, 11, seven, 10, eight, nine. Five. And go from there. And then the season, will, it'll be obviously more games. And the season ends a little, well, definitely a couple weeks later. But it's going to be fun because you get more teams to get a chance. Like, this probably would have been the perfect year for 12 teams. You yep. get Georgia, mm-hmm. you get Ohio State in there. Um, I'm kind of blanking right now a little bit. But after them, uh, you get Florida State in there. They wouldn't even have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. You even get fun. Oregon. Zoo a lot of people were talking about Oregon. Oregon. Mm-hmm. You get stuff like that. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's not really going to leave much room for debate. The only problem is, I'd say, is you're not – I mean, regular season games probably won't mean as much. Like, you probably can take a loss. Um, but, yeah, you don't have to be damn near perfect, which, right. I, which I think is pretty dope too, man. Come on. You got a bunch of kids from 18, 18 to, what, max 22 years old. Like, they're still kids, bro. Like, you know, like, like I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. they party and stuff. They have a good time. They still work hard and they're disciplined in what they're doing and stuff. But, like, come on. Like, they're, they're still kids. They're human. Like, give them one or two losses and then next thing you know, they're, they're kicked out of the whole college football playoffs. I don't think that's That's the best part about it, too, is we're going from easy schedules like Alabama playing those, the bottom of the barrel to now you can – Already, you can see it in the SEC and the Big Ten. You could schedule some killers like Georgia plays Texas and Alabama next year. Alabama plays Texas. Alabama plays Georgia and somebody else. I blew my mind, lost it. But even in the Big Ten, uh, Big Michigan Ten plays, blew up. Michigan plays Washington, Ohio State, and um, Oregon. And Oregon. Or- and I think they got USC too on that schedule. USC, so it's gonna be like Nick just said in USC. So it's gonna be more fun. It's gonna be more. It's gonna be better regular season games. The playoffs mm-hmm. gonna be dope. And my birthday, January nineteenth, twenty twenty six. The national championship is in Miami. So George, Ooh. Man, Ooh. I, I probably gonna be there. <laughs> you pop out. Hopefully, we're working it. You feel me? Hopefully, yeah, we're facts, working it. Facts, Bye. Facts, we're getting. Yeah. That'll, that'll be dope as hell. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But um, what you guys thinking about the the games right before this national championship, which is going to go down Monday at 7 p.m. between the Washington Huskies and the Michigan Wolverines that they moved on. Michigan beat Alabama. Washington beat uh, the Texans Longhorns. What you guys think about those games? Because came down to the wire. Eats in every game. Man. Man, those games were so good. I was so happy Michigan got that W, but I really did think Alabama was going to come away with it. I'm not going to lie. So I was I was hoping that Michigan would win, but I didn't get my hopes up too high. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. That was a very situational game. A lot of things went uh, one way when they should have went the other. A lot of special team mishaps, but Michigan still ended up with the win. I think if that Alabama interception stood after, like on the first play of the game, it'd be a completely different game. Alabama probably would have came out with the W on that one. Probably by like two touchdowns with the momentum on their side. Yeah, the momentum I don't think would have ever swung. Yeah. So it would have been tough for Michigan to get out of that hole because they would have scored immediately the way the momentum swung after that. But they got they got a nice break. That interception didn't count. He barely stepped on the line. But 
Uh, Michigan ended up coming out with a dub. That was a great game down to the wire. OT win. And the Washington game. We got to start talking about Penix being a top 10 draft pick. Because this well, man he, was. He, he's moved up. He's moved up. Boy, he should. Did you? Bro, he was carving up Texas defense. Yeah. Texas as a whole team, in my opinion, has the more complete team. Down from the defensive line to the secondary. And on offense, they got Sanders, who is a, the second best tight end coming into this draft. And A.D. Mitchell, who I think they should have passed to a lot more. But, you oh, know. Dogs. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have transferred. A lot of people were saying. <laughs> I know I know Freezy saying the same thing. Shouldn't have transferred. Should have stayed, hey, damn it. They still huh? want to move closer to his daughter, so I'm not going to. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I didn't know very, that. Very excusable. That. Very excusable. Hey, that makes sense. Uh, and he was Shout one went away. He was one went away to being right back in the natty. But you know, Washington had something else to say. Really, Penix and Adunze had something to say. They were cooking Texas defense, like carving through it. Penix had over 400 yards passing. Like it, that man looked unstoppable. And defense, the defensive line for Texas really wasn't putting any pressure on Penix either. So he was sitting in the pocket and if they did get pressure, he rolled out and still got the, the pass off. Like they were solid. So that Michigan Washington game is going to be who must see TV must see TV. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Monday, 7 PM. Mark it down, baby. <laughs> I think um, that first game, the Bama game, it was a, like kind of like Nick said, it kind of like was a, a, a huge swing of momentum when we all thought it was an interception, and then it kind of just went back to 50 50. Mm-hmm. But what, what surprised me the most, especially watching Bama in the second half of the season, was how they got dominated in the trenches. Like they got dominated yep. in the trenches against Texas, and obviously that being their only loss up to that point. But you didn't really see that from the afterwards. Like Bama controlled the trenches against Georgia as well. So mm-hmm. if you control the trenches against Georgia, you would think. Right. You against Michigan, who is like, in my opinion, a lesser version of Georgia. Uh, so, I, I completely agree. Michigan had five sacks in that first half. That's what I'm, so like it was even it was even surprising just to see how dominant, like not just one pass rusher was, but the, the collection of the mm-hmm. D line, the collection of the front seven was and getting a mill row and containing him. There were no lanes. There was no lanes up the middle, there were no lanes around the outside. He mm-hmm. was he was he was cooked. He and, was. He was. And McCarthy struggled at first, maybe because of nerves, whatever it may have been. But once he got cooked, he was cool. And I'll just say I I do think that was a classic game. It might, but I think the second game was a bit better. I think um, me and Nick had discussed this in um, our personal DMs. I'd asked him who he thought would win. I was I picked Washington. I'm pretty sure you picked Texas. I, I did. I did. I thought they had the more complete team. No, I was I'm like, not, oh, <laughs> the only the only difference, which ended up being the difference in the game, was that they had the better quarterback wide receiver duo. And man, they, they took off for the rest of the team, boy. Oh my goodness! They showed out. They showed out. <laughs> to say Even the least. In that game was like, and I kind of knew it. But Texas had no pass rush. Like I, I put it. In this article I wrote, but they just didn't have the pass rush necessary, kind of like Nick pointed out, to get to Penix. You, they can stop the run better than anybody. That's mm-hmm. what they do. That's what they did against Bama. But they don't have the edges at all. That, them D tackles though are. Whoo. They're great, but you gotta be able to 
This mm-hmm. is a this is damn near a pro, in the NFL. This is a slightly lesser version of the 2019 LSU team, where you got three great receivers and you got a, a NFL quarterback, and two of those guys who were in first round, Dunze and and of course Penix. So, and both of them might even be top ten. So at the end of the day, to me personally, just I didn't know if Texas had the 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 horses necessary to rock out Washington, and at the end of the day, they almost did. If if Quinn would have put that ball on on Adonis' chest, mm-hmm. that was a touchdown. But he wanted yeah. to jump off for whatever reason. I'm not a quarterback. Jump <laughs> off to the sideline, like he had him beat. Like I don't. They should have just started throwing the ball to him anyway, like earlier. Just in general, like obviously you saw that touchdown. If you throw it in his vicinity, he gonna grab it. That was a DeAndre Hopkins caliber catch. Like he what are we doing? Man. Against Bama, the second the the semifinal game against Ohio State, yep, yep. he's clutch. Mm-hmm. I know Ad Mitchell. That's a bad man. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, better than Xavier Worthy. But we'll get to that during you know draft season. But <laughs> at the end of the day, hands wise for sure, it's not close. Not none, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Worthy day, Worthy in open space is crazy. He is. All I'm saying is. I should have been two and zero last week, but I was one and one. So, it is man, oh, no, that no. was zero two. Don't talk to me about <laughs> that shit, man. man <laughs> lately, man, parlays be messing me up, dog. <laughs> hey, hey, download, download, underdog. They, they got some. some easy Just don't, forward. don't bet on the Pistons. That's my only. <laughs> no, 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 bet against the Pistons. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you do. I, they I find a way to lose. They find a way to lose. I've been on Laurie Marketing the other day against the Pistons, so thank you. <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Michigan, I, Michigan, and the, the Lions had to sell their soul and get rid of the <laughs> the Pistons. They they were they was what they had to get rid of. Rest man, of Michigan sports is doing pretty good. I mean, the Tigers are in, but man, player props lately, man, it, it's just not the move for me, bro. Like, cause we have out here in Florida. Well, I'm pretty sure Nick knows if you use it, but the Hard Rock Sportsbook, and they give um, alternate lines for player props. So, like, for the NBA, right, they'll, they'll have uh, – sometimes they'll put Anthony Edwards at 10 points, and then they'll put him at 20 points and then 30 points, right? They do this for every single player. They put the alternate lines, either 10, 20, or 30, or even with uh, assist or rebounds will be 5, 8, or 11, and shit like that. And – you know, the alternate lines, the odds on it is, like, very, very high. But if you put them all in parlays, you make, like, an eight-leg eight parlay, maybe you could make, like, off of five bucks. Maybe you could make, like, $50 or whatever. It's just like, bro, sometimes, dog, like, you never know when a player is going to have a good night or a bad night, bro. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to predict that Jimmy's going to get 20. Ant's going to get 20. Um, Steph Curry's going to get 20. Joel B's gonna get 20 and Jason Tatum's gonna get 20. And next thing you know, Jason Tatum fucking blows it out of the water and he only scores 11 points. It's like, God damn. That's, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to JT about what we're doing right now. He's, he's taking a lot of slander lately. <laughs> he's I, handing I, the keys over to the Jalen Brown. No, I really, no, I really, I'm just think, I really think, though, that their team is so fire. That, that he's just so like, good. that he's just like, yeah, you know what? Like, sometimes I gotta take a step back so other people can. A progress. That kind of happened last night. Like he ate. He led the games, but he had thirty. But like, they was up by about fifty. Yeah, yeah in the third. Facts, <laughs> facts. 
No, like, bro, healthy, that team is scary. Yeah. Bro. Scary for the rest of the league. I'll say I, this, I don't see a complete team. If they don't win this year, I, I can't defend no more, JT. I can't <laughs> defend you no more, man. I'm just I'm just moved to the side. Unless unless there's injuries, then then you got can, some excuses. I can't but even other I, than that, if they're healthy, there's zero excuses. Zero. I can't even give him slander, dog, because like we all know basketball, football, baseball. All team sports, soccer, all team sports. I mean, soccer is more relatively that you could do it really one-on-one by yourself. I mean, Messi and Ronaldo have proven that. But, like, I don't think we should give Sander to JT because if JT's not on the Celtics and he's on another team, whatever team he goes to, that team's going to the playoffs. And if you take him off the Celtics, they barely make the play, in, in my opinion. I think so, too. Yeah. But the thing is, like... I disagree with that. Y'all can tell me... That I'm wrong on this one. I don't know a 25 year old outside of LeBron that has had more championship expectations than JT. They're on this man's ass like he's 34, 35. You it's, know why though? Uh, he's 24, right? You know right why? Now? He's 24, even worse. Like, bro, he's been to several conference finals. He's been to a finals. Granted, was it his best performance? No, but he's young. LeBron had a young finals and didn't do good against the Spurs. Can we give mm-hmm. the brother some time? Please? And he got and he played the against- Warriors. Like, and, and he got injured game seven against the Heat, which I think that if he doesn't get injured, I think we lose that game, to be honest. Well, you didn't, so congratulations. I know, I know. Facts, <laughs> facts. <laughs> Fuck the Nuggets. But you know why he's held to that type of standard. It's because he came in as a rookie. He was 19 years old cooking in the playoffs. And it caught everybody off guard. And they were like, all right, this dude's going to be a problem in the playoffs for years to come. Yeah, but he was cooking in the playoffs because he had Kyrie. He had Jalen Brown. He had um, IT. He had had Gordon Hayward. He had uh, Horford was there still. Horford was there before he left and then came back. Not say Scary Terry. I'm pretty sure y'all did. Scary. Scary Scary Terry was there. Dude, they had a squad, bro. It's not like LeBron when he came in and it was just LeBron against everybody. No, he had a squad. Le- LeBron That's why had he- that ball every yeah. every play, every second of every game. Motherfucker dropped twenty seven right points his first game. Right out the <laughs> gate, bro. They gave that man the keys to the car, to the city. <laughs> to the <laughs> not city. for real, not for real though. Yeah, not man. lying. Oh man! All right, let let let's stick with this um twenty twenty four national championship game, which again Monday seven p.m. ESPN. Oh, no free ads. No free ads. Um, Washington <laughs> will play against Michigan. Who you guys got going into this game? Because I know for sure it's not going to be um, a blowout. I, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be back-to-back. And maybe at the last few minutes, maybe someone will take a, take away with it. But I think throughout the whole game, it's going to be a, a little shootout back-to-back. What y'all think? Go ahead, Justin. Um, I'll make it quick. I'm a little concerned from what I saw with Washington's rush defense last week against Texas. Texas had a lot of success running the ball. And if they can, Michigan certainly can, of course, with Blake Quorum and, and Edwards. Edwards. Yep. But if if they can't stop the run, Michigan can keep them off the keep the offense off the field and just control the clock and get out of there with the dub. However, I don't necessarily think that will be the case. I do think it'll be a back and forth. I think we we might get a classic. If we don't get a classic, it'll be a very good game. I'm going to pick Michigan slightly. I want my heart says Washington. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm gonna pick Michigan because 
they were they really actually built this team to beat Ohio State. The CJ Stroud, Justin Fields, Ohio State. That's what this defense is built for. And those offenses are similar to this Washington team. So they know what to do and they'll get out of there. Something like 31 27, something like that. Okay, okay. That's, Nick, what you think? Hey, he hit it. Mm-hmm. No, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm gonna I just say real quick. I'm picking picking Michigan as well. But <laughs> go ahead. Hey, man. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be a homer, I guess. But I'm picking Michigan too. But <laughs> it, I could definitely see Washington coming out with that win. The way Penix just carved up Texas. I don't think he'll. He's not gonna put up the same numbers on Michigan because Michigan has a better defense. But if he could play half as good as he did in that game, Michigan's got their work cut out for him. So. Um, if they get after Penix, you know, put a little pressure on him, it's going to be more difficult for him to hit his wide receivers who he has so much trust in. So Michigan could keep the run game going because Texas did have a pretty good run game as Justin alluded to. So, and Michigan has a better run game. So I think, I think it's, it's going to be a good game, but I think Michigan comes out on top. Natty's again. Fire, fire. And hopefully, uh, John Harbaugh, um, I know this wasn't really on the dock that I sent y'all, but you think if he wins, you think he's out of there no matter what? I think he's out of there no matter what. No matter I'm what? I'm not going to lie. This is the one year. I, I always thought it was fake news before. This year, it's, it's becoming a little too real. I'm a little upset about it, but I, I It's I because they stay trying there. him, too. Huh? They, they stay trying. I, I think it's because it's the Chargers job that's open. I think if it was any other team, or Oakland. I think because I, I don't think he's going to Oakland. I really think if it, it's Chargers or nothing. Honestly, in my opinion, um, that's I a great team has, to go to. Yeah, great he has a lot of he has a lot I'm of faith in Herbert. Deal with this, man. It's all <laughs> my homes in there. We got Sean Payton, who I think is a great coach. But then you had Harbaugh and Herbert. We're, we don't even have a quarterback yet to be in that race. Can y'all give Har- us a minute, please? Bro, Harbaugh man. and Herbert are going to be a nasty duo. <laughs> nasty crazy. Duo. To LA, I don't want to deal with this, man. I just want man, better check me to retire, man. It's I don't think, uh, I, I think in New England, bro. better. He needs better. He can still players. Coach. He's still a great a, coach. He needs a good a OC, though. That's the don't thing. Be a GM. He need, I, they need to find yeah. a GM. That's I, 100%. I'm not saying that he's not a great coach, but I don't think that he should just go to a new team now after fucking what 20 some years. Like, no, dude, like, well, it might not be up to him. He, you know why he don't want to retire. Because Brady got one more to him right now. For sure. For sure. That's a fact. That's a I don't fact. think he'll get another one. He might Unless not. He, it depends where he goes. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Depends. No, it, it, I mean, it, shoot. He had nine wins with Cam Newton. So It's true what you say. <laughs> on if the he, decline. If he gets a good uh, OC. If he gets a good OC, for mm-hmm. sure. Because he's a defense At least a decent coach. one. At least a decent one. He can't have Matt Patricia calling plays on offense. That's atrocious. That is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't believe he's still calling plays anywhere to be honest. That man in my opinion, I don't know, it's maybe just because I'm a Lions fan, but that man should be out of there. He should not be here. Get him out. <laughs> he should not be in the NFL. With their lives right now, obviously that's not going well. <clears throat> Is that <laughs> like you kind of sit back and look at the whole situation and like is it true? It was it because of Tom Brady and not Bill Belichick or is I think they were a great team? combo. I think it was a great combo too, for sure. hundred percent. I, I think I but think they complemented each other so well. I mean, they, the Patriots had a top five defense almost every, every time. year. Every year, yeah, and it's my thing like, with y'all is you can go from 
You know, literally go all the way back to Marino and Montana up until now with my homes. None of those Manning, Rogers, Favre, Elway, whoever you want to name in these all-time quarterback groups, they never had defenses as often as Brady did. A hundred percent. Even that defense he had was elite. Oh, elite like, was an understatement. That was one of the okay. best defenses I've seen in the playoffs. What about Troy Aikman? Troy, I mean, Troy had a lot to He's not in my upper echelon for me personally. He's not in my. Well, well no, yeah, no, 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 I agree. With, I lines of all time. I agree with that. Yeah. He's not uh, like up there with John Elway and Joe Montana and Tom Brady. A hundred percent, I agree with that. But I don't think that he had great defenses when he won. Yeah, but that O line was that impeccable. Game, yeah, that O line was impeccable. Of course, of course. They, like they couldn't stop it. Emmett has, I think, the most yards without being touched. Yeah, out of any running back yep. of all time. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty I'm sure he right. does. Yeah, he has the most yards ever in general, and yeah, considers him the goat for a reason. <laughs> you know who is the goat? You know who's the most rush yards? I thought it was Barry. Sanders. I do know who the goat is. No, I do. No, Barry's at four. Okay, he was at three, but Frank Gore just passed him before he retired. But oh, Barry, okay. Barry is Barry. my forever goat. Oh, for yeah, sure, too nasty. Forever. Too nasty. for sure. I feel like yeah. he. I know. I know this is not true, but I feel like he invented the juke. <laughs> He <laughs> did, did it better than most. Yeah, facts. I, I don't think we'll ever see anybody move the way Barry moved. That boy I, did not move like a human. To have be you honest. seen the doc on Amazon? Oh yeah, I actually. Um, fire. Uh, the company I work for, they they have a little clip in there that I edited. Uh, the Barry Switzer hey, clip that they hey. have. Yeah, yeah, I edited that and don't said get sued, Amazon, nah, Don't bro. get sued. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was. The licensing department I'm a nah, part I'm of. Talking shit, I'm talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing illegal going on. It wasn't on, me. I swear. I swear. Nicholas Wilkins. Nicholas J. Nah. Wilkins was not me. Nah, but I didn't know who that was going to. And I looked back at the email and I was like, oh, that was for this. That was, so that was pretty That's cool. Fire. I was just watching yeah. it. And I was oh, yeah. like, hey, like, I just. I just did that. I just clipped that. So that was pretty sick. Bro, clip that shit and put it on your IG, bro. That shit will help you out for real. <laughs> I might, I might. I also did um some stuff for the the sixty minutes they did on Deion Sanders. Okay. I did. I gave them some footage of the Colorado TCU game. Like obviously the, six, the, the company I work for did, but yeah. Okay. The company I work for. I gotta check it out. Licensed it, it out. but I edited it, so that was yeah. pretty cool. That's what's up. That's what's hey, up. We're um, not too far off, gentlemen. We're not too far off. Yeah, I got, no, I got yeah. facts. Facts. Keep I got working. Got little pebbles baby. everywhere. Working. I got a little pebbles Keep everywhere. Working. Keep working, bro. Keep working. Um, just because you brought this up a little while ago, Justin, because you don't want to be dealing with that in your division. Um, how do you feel about the Russell Wilson situation? I don't give a damn. You don't give a damn at all. Like you got <laughs> no, no take I'm on playing. it. No, they did him kind of dirty. Yeah, they did him kind of. They did him dirty as fuck. <laughs> yeah, not kind of. I don't. I don't feel like they fully did because. Because the contract wasn't meeting meeting the production in any job you're in, if you're not meeting your contract, you're not you you get fired or you get replaced or you get demoted. Russ and you the stats say otherwise, they really do. The product on the field, this however, does not meet if you were just to blindly look at the stats, the product on the field does not meet the stats. Those stats are an incredible catch by Corlin Sutton once a week. 
<laughs> him bro, Sutton was off on bean this year. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Long. And Great I'm flex pickup. I must say, my, my dad... My dad hates Russ. We're both Broncos fans. My dad can't stand him. I don't have any beef with Russ. I just feel like we got him past his prime. And sadly, it has it, it's easier to get rid of him now because I believe they, they said if we kept him for next year, if, if we were to do that, we'd have to keep him for two more years. So you might as well just cut your losses now. We're going to have to eat the dead cap. It's about 85 mil. And Sheesh! That's Me a lot. We're not going to be... We're not gonna be getting nobody for real, but I'm pray- I'm praying to the heavens above we lose tomorrow. I know it sounds sacrilegious as a Broncos fan. We lose tomorrow. We probably finish top 12 picks. We put together a package and we go get Drake May. Now I'm a Kevin Williams fan, but I don't think he'll be there past one. So hopefully we go get Drake May. But I, I Hey man, if you trade with the Bears, Bears got two of them. Two of them, babies. Got two, we, of them. two of them, babies. If we get Caleb, George, just fire up the Zoom. Invite me real quick. I'm coming on, and I'm <laughs> going. I'm just going. I'm happy. Happy. I'm buying the jersey while I'm on the Zoom. I'm telling you. You're going to see streamers and a bottle of Crown in his hands. Uh, yeah, yeah. With some shades on. <laughs> My sunglasses on. He's <laughs> 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 stupid. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, drink your water. I love drink it, your water. <laughs> I love it, bro. Oh That's not water. That is that. This ain't no water, Playboy. It's fucking Grey Goose, baby. <laughs> I love that video. I'm oh, I love it, baby. Um, no, hey, um, dude. Just because we were said we were gonna talk about this before, now that you brought it up, dude. Bears have to go Marvin Harrison Jr. with the first fucking pick. I've been seeing too much Justin Fields slander, man, and I don't like it, bro, because it's like people expect for quarterbacks to be drafted in the first round to be all out greats and be fucking Cam Newton, rookie of the year, or Peyton Manning coming off a fucking great Tennessee fucking career going straight to the NFL and just being... So amazing and this and that. When we got Tom Brady, who was selected almost Mr. Irrelevant, and has come out and won seven Super Bowls, and it's like, Justin Fields is in his third year, bro. It's not like the Bears have a fucking complete fucking team and just are trash at the fucking quarterback position like the New York Jets. But if you're not going to give this man a chance and you're going to bring in Caleb Williams, I understand Caleb Williams. Phenomenal quarterback in college. It's just that the transition into the NFL could be different. I'm not saying it's going to be, but it could be different. It could be a different outcome. I a think lot of he's ifs. Gonna, yeah, a, a lot of ifs, but I, I do agree with you, Justin, that I think he's going to be great. In my opinion, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I just don't think he's going to do what the Bears think that he's going to do his first year. I just think that we live in a different time period than what it was when Peyton Manny came in, his brother, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all these great quarterbacks back in the day. I think it's completely different now the way the game is played. So many skillful players on defense as well. Before, back in the day, you'll get like maybe, what, five, eight, eight draft picks on defense that are actually going to do good for their teams. Now it's like every draft pick on defense is doing good for the teams. So it's tough for quarterbacks to actually progress with all these good play that's going on and i feel like 
Give Justin Fields more firepower. You got DJ Moore on one end, Marvin Harrison Jr. on the other. You still got um, Daryl Mooney, if I pronounce his name Darnell. right. One, Darnell. Thank you. Thank you. And and, and the tight end, uh, Komet, which he, he is one of his favorite um, targets to give the ball to. I think you let them mess together, let them march down the field, let them go to war together, and they're going to come out and give you dubs. But I do understand why fans think that they should select Caleb Williams in the first, but I don't think they should. Nick, you want to go first? Um, sure. Uh, I'm not going to lie. From a passing standpoint, I haven't seen too much from Justin Fields. That I don't, in my personal opinion, I don't think they should go away from him just yet. Just because if they do end up getting Caleb Williams and it ends, ends up going bad, it's going to look horrible on them. So if you give him more firepower and Joe Alt, who's going to be a great tackle, if they draft Joe Alt and Marvin Harrison Jr., it's going to be hard for him to mess up because he'll have the protection. If uh, Hopefully he'll have better play calling because I'm not going to lie, watching a lot of those Bears games, <laughs> the play calling on offense was horrible. Facts. Facts. Horrible. So I've never really been that big on Justin Fields because I know he can do it from an athleticism standpoint and run out of the pocket, and he's he's great athletically, and he can make something out of nothing. But the accuracy across the middle, I haven't really seen too much. But I'm going to have to see more with better play calling because the play calling was just horrible. And if they add in Marvin Harrison Jr. to pair with DJ Moore as well as DJ Moore played last year, it's going to be tough to have any more excuses so and for their fan base that's kind of that's kind of what they need so they kind of have to build up as much as they can and kind of if justin fields doesn't produce then now they know it's on him yeah they missed out on caleb williams but now you have marvin harrison jr who's most likely going to be a top wide receiver in the league and you got generational wide receiver talent right there yeah and then and then you got joe all who i think could be one of one of the best tackles in the league eventually and so you'll have some building blocks there the defense played a lot better in the second half of the season a lot better in the second half of the season after they traded for sweat and in the last few weeks they've been meshing on offense as well yeah exactly and so i think once you get a better play caller in there they don't necessarily need to fire their head coach i think they just need a new oc and they add some great pieces in the draft I, I don't I don't see a reason to go away from Fields just yet. Even though I've never really been a believer in him from a passing perspective, they just gotta give him give him at least one last shot. And if you add in Marvin Harrison Jr. and he doesn't do it, then then he's just not that guy. And maybe he'll be a great backup. But that's that's my piece. Justin, you have the floor. <laughs> you know, I'm not first. I'm not here to hate. On Justin Fields, he's a black quarterback, and I'm glad he can have a starting job somewhere. But I don't know where I want to start with it. I want to start with. I'm gonna start with Justin. I'm gonna start with Justin. Justin let me last, let me say this off of what you just said. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um. Well, us two. I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but us two. We know that you're just coming from an analytical standpoint. It's not oh, a bank based off of personal stuff. So. So, 2022, the Chicago Bears were in this exact same scenario. And what did they do? 
They fell for the okie doke. He was running around. He was having incredible highlight games. Mm-hmm. That athleticism. Like, oh, well, maybe he's better than Bryce and CJ. And for no. Bryce, I wasn't a fan. So, hey, CJ, however, been a fan, will always be a fan. But you, you trade the number one overall pick. You get DJ Moore to the point where, not you two, I'm not sure if y'all said this, but you got the Dan Orlovskis of the world, the the Ryan Clarks, the you got Alan. Oh, saying, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Boys are going to the playoffs. He can win MVP. No, I didn't. Oh my no, god! god. god no, nah, they were they were definitely juicing this man. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. I was like, ah. All this hype. Chicago, Chicago got a lot of money in the game, baby. You hype man, them up, they're gonna pay. They they're hyping <laughs> this man up as this potential top ten quarterback. Nah, Even Mister Logan Peter. Put him above Dak Prescott and his quarterback. That's ranking. bias. That's, that's bias. For that's whatever bias. reason, he just ain't Logan. Kids. Logan, that's bias. Well, he knows. <laughs> and so for me, it's like we were. We're. It's deja vu. This is Justin Fields too. Listen, real quick, I, real quick, real quick. I want to correct you though. This is not the same situation because they got DJ Moore, and DJ Moore produced a lot for them this year. Imagine. DJ Moore and another DJ Moore. That's the only correction that I'll make right there. Are they playing past tomorrow? (laughs) 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 I'm just saying because you said you said it was hurt. No, no, no. no, The reason I said that is because you said it's the same exact situation that they were in 2022, and I'm telling you that it's not because now they have a number one receiver and they could go out and get a number two receiver. Is what I'm saying. Hey, I'm going to say this to you too, George. Hey, if they draft that boy Marvin, DJ going to be like his number, number two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah probably. That's a fact. Probably. That's a fact. I completely yeah. agree with that. Marvin, I both on that one. Marvin, yeah, Marvin. I, I, I got to go back, watch film, make a scout report, whatever. From what I've seen watching games, no weaknesses. Speed, Zero. Size, facts, facts, Zero, facts, bro. Facts. That's why I'm saying he's a generational talent. Uh, he is. He is. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like – I. I could say right now, I think Caleb Williams will be a better quarterback than Justin Fields. Will facts, be. facts, I'm, 100%. I completely agree with you. However, you you don't have that chance to mess up if you go Marvin Harrison and Joel. I feel like that there's no messing up there. You're just giving Justin Fields another shot. If he doesn't do it, he doesn't do it. You know, you kind of just let him show you. If you, you get putting- Caleb Williams and it doesn't work out, then Chicago is going to be under fire. And oh, the reason why it probably doesn't work out, sorry to cut you off, but real quick before I forget, mm-hmm. the reason probably it doesn't work out is because you're putting him in the same situation. You don't have no weapons. But this is what I'm hitting. I mean, they do, they do have DJ Nick and Darnell. Oh, no, no, no. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got two picks. You get Caleb at one, you spin the block, you get Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze, even a Brock Bowers for all I care. Now you're coming to the season with a neighbors is disgusting. He is. That's that's Gary Wilson 2.0. You got Caleb Williams. You got you got um DJ Moore and you got a Dunze neighbors Bowers, however you want to go about it. Well, if you you gotta pick one and two, you can still get Marvin Harrison Jr. if you get Caleb. If they if they want to trade up and do that, like the Texans kind of did to get Will Anderson, by all means do that. Wait, don't they have one and two? 
No, they got no, one they won in eight th- right now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, it's because probably the games that they won in the last few weeks then. Yeah. yeah. Messed oh, up their okay, pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, had, oh, they were about to have like one in three. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Marvin Harrison Jr. are going where? Fucking. I hope he goes Jets? to Arizona. Arizona? I don't, I don't think he's going to make it past three. But yeah. I'm glad you, nope. you get Caleb and, and uh, whoever insert here. That's hey, a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of wides. There's a and, lot and of a, wides. And a new OC, to Nick's point, I don't think I don't think Caleb is going to come in and be top ten right away. I wouldn't even put that on him. But he other people do. That, that's the that's the problem. They, they expect that. And, and that's, that's all like, new. Dude. But I don't think. They just want to win now. That's the thing. And that so shit doesn't happen Caleb in the NFL, they, bro. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, they're going to be under fire because they feel like they should be in a position to where they should be competitive for the North. Yeah. And I don't think even if they do draft Caleb Williams that that's going to happen. As good as Caleb Williams is, it's going to take a lot more than that. And I think he's going to be one of those players that needs a couple of years in the league before he really hits his stride. Especially how like the North is pretty good. Lions, Vikings, if maybe Kirk Cousins comes back. Um, the North Packers, is alright. <laughs> well, relatively, it's, it's still pretty good. They're looking like, up. Lot, they're the looking Packers up. The way up. Yeah. Bro, the Packers. I really, bro. I'm sick because the Before Packers really the might Packers, take it over. I gotta get. I gotta finish this last thing. Yeah, go. Everybody knows. In recent time, the the teams with the elite quarterbacks have won by what on their by the time their rookie contract is over. Mahomes and them, they did it. They just beat the the, the little standard by winning again, but. Bro, they're they're about to have to start paying people. You're gonna have to pay Fields if you keep him now. You're gonna have to pay him. Facts. So That's if you a fact. pay him, all that money that you want to build this team is not gonna be there anymore. But they're you gonna need production it. to pay him. They're gonna have to pay him regardless because you just skipped on not one. I'm sorry. I think both quarterbacks are better than Justin Fields. So you pass on both of them. To keep fields, you're gonna have to pay them within this next year or so. There goes your cap. But if you restart with a Caleb or even a Drake May, you get all that cap space once again for four to five years, and hopefully they develop to what we think they'll be, and you can build this incredible ass roster around these two generational type QBs that we I think are both better than Fields. I agree. And now you're sitting here. With a squad, Justin Fields could very well go to Atlanta or Pittsburgh, and he could eat. I don't think he's those guys, though. I don't think he's built like them. That's a good point. No, definitely, it's, definitely it's a, is a, a great point. point. I just, the, I just think the risk factor is what you're not putting out there. It's like, a big risk. It's a big risk. Exactly, it's a big, it's risk. A big risk. And I that's, feel that's, like, yeah, uh, if you already have Justin Fields it. clicking with the offense, clicking with the whole team, the organization with the coach and you know he knows how things are going to be run and all this he has the experience already three years under his belt with with the bears um i think that it's less of a risk with staying with him especially that he showed that he can do it that he can win games obviously you know he hasn't gone to the playoffs or none of this crap but you know he's he's not in the easiest division in football he's not the nfc south over here you know what i'm saying so like he does have competition, and I feel like it's less of a risk you stay with Fields than bringing in Williams, and then you're like, okay, now we're going to start this train over again. We're going to start from point A, try to get to point Z, and see where we go. You know? That's my only thing. I don't want Kevin to go to the Bears. I'm being whole honest with you. 
you want him to go? I don't really want him to go. Where, Where do you want him to go? Washington with Terry and that nice team, that nice offense they got. Um, that's probably. Well, they need an old line, bro. I don't want him to go, but I'd rather him be there than, than Chicago. I don't what, know why. What, what are the first five picks? It's Chicago. It's Arizona. It's Arizona, Washington, and New England. Actually, New England passed Arizona. New England. Actually, I think they both just did because Arizona won. So I think it's Chicago, oh, yeah. Washington, New England, Arizona right now. I would like draft Caleb. New if England he draft Caleb, bro, it uh, New England, you I think New England's getting one of the top two regardless. Yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Drake May or Drake May or him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why I that's why I think Belichick's staying. I don't And people like people need to talk more about Drake May. I ain't gonna lie. Drake May is South starting to get some buzz. But Drake I saw, May I saw somebody on this, on Twitter trying to disrespect you, though. I was like, you know what? I was gonna defend you. I'm like, you know what? He he can handle it. He got it. Somebody said something to me. <laughs> I think I think you wrote back to him, or if not, you wrote to a comment saying some shit about. Drake I did. Man. I did. Right. I think it was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. Drake may gonna be a bust. They don't watch no film. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Drake, Drake is not. Nice. He don't watch no film. Bro, Drake that's is, my face. Like that. I don't. Y'all notice? I've never said it to y'all. But <laughs> if somebody pissed me off, I'm like, cause. Come on, bro. You could just tell who a boobie. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, no, facts. facts no, nah, Drake, Drake's, he's like that. No, he, I, like I, that. I feel the same way as Justin. If, like, you could tell when a person watches ball and a person that does not watch ball. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> really, I'm not so trying to be no play-by-play person. That's what y'all do. Y'all are way better at that than me. I don't like it. I'm trying to be an analyst. Let me talk after the game, after I've, after I've seen what I wanted to see. Right. That brother Drake May is a bad. Uh, I don't. Hey, I know we can cuss on here, but I'm just going. I'm avoid it. Motherfucker, hey. motherfucker. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's, that's like a Josh Allen. Fuck this, my show, me. baby. Man, you right. If I could pay, y'all, I would. But you know, that's a Herbert <laughs> Josh Allen mix. That's tough. But Caleb is a Mahomes Kyler Murray mix, so that's tough too. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. No, no definitely. Whatever they choose to go with, you know, Chicago fans just got to respect it and they got to be happy with the decision, dog. Because I feel they like, won't. you they know, won't. they I won't. I know, I know they won't. I know they won't. But no, what they, I'm saying no, is, I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to them. They just chill yeah. out. No, no, no facts, facts, facts. Yeah. I, agree. I dare you. I double dare you. <laughs> no. I'm not going to lie. I do not want to see Marvin Harrison in. Justin Jefferson, though, in the north, like that's gonna be so sickening. That was so the Vikings, hmm? no, he's talking about no, like, just in general. In the oh, north, just, like, just, yeah, yeah, like I'm t- like, I don't want the Lions saw- to play them tw- both twice, and I gotta see them with our corners as bad as they are. I'm about saying it's already an argument to be made, Mr. Love, the best quarterback in the north. Oh, yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean, I say Kirk before he got hurt, but Love is about to take it. Man, I recently love his... though, recently how uh, he's been playing. Yeah, but I mean, he's only he's had a few inconsistent games, but like in the first three weeks, he looked solid. He started to yeah. kind of sputter a little bit, you know. And then week but, four, he couldn't get one yard to halftime. Well, teams, yeah, well, teams had tape on him. He probably wasn't prepared for it. You know what I mean? No, so they the were line too. They, and, they had like four offensive linemen that were out. And that that attributed to it too, and man, they started picking it up in that latter half. So I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm they can make the playoffs right now. I'm 
I, I that really Lions hope they don't. Thanksgiving game, man. Uh, the throws, bro, was making the the throws he made on Sunday against the Vikings, bro. Uh, yeah, no, and, he's and then, solid. I get it. The people like he be inconsistent. It's his first year starting, exactly. And, and for whatever reason, the defense can't stop a nosebleed. So <laughs> it's it's <laughs> random. They'll play good or they'll play bad. Like, yeah, it's so inconsistent. And they're playing good in the beginning. Weird. They're playing good in the beginning. They better play good tomorrow. They played great against the Lions. They had they were killing our line. Granted, we had Ragnar out, but they were going. They were coming straight up the middle, and you know how Goff is when there's pressure. He folds. So. <laughs> can't tell me I'm wrong with that one. That boy fool. Every time there's pressure. Every time. If we can't get the run game going, you might as well wrap it up with a bow. It's over. He didn't fold against us. And I thought he was going to fold against us. He didn't yeah. play his best game either, though. No, no, facts. He didn't play his best game. But he didn't play his worst game. No, he didn't. But what we did, the run game wasn't doing bad. He's so great off the play action. That's his best. Uh, quality as a quarterback yeah. is playing off that play action. I mean, you saw it in Los Angeles, and you're seeing it now. When he has a run game, he's pretty good. But once he gets pressure or that run game is shut down, you saw, like, the Ravens game. That run game was completely shut out, and Goff couldn't do a thing. 21-0 thing. Jeez. He couldn't do anything. And he had some open wide receivers. Like, there were some people open down the field, but they no one was accounting for that, that that run so they were we were going straight after golf and he couldn't couldn't get nothing didn't going they come so. back though no no he got murdered come back? by the ravens yeah the ravens murdered us i know like I know. it was bad six oh shit okay okay i thought they had to come back <laughs> nah some some nah, team came got... back against the ravens that they were up by like three touchdowns i think you're talking about i think it was the browns oh the browns yeah the browns did come back okay that okay. was that game was nuts I'm not surprised. One of the top defenses in the fucking leagues. I want the Rams to play the Lions so. No, bad. why? Why would you wish that? The I don't want to see that. Are the storylines are insane, but Stafford is gonna go into tr- Detroit and win, and I don't want to see not. that. I love. He might not. He might not. I would pick him. I'd pick him. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's a complete shoe win, but no, I'm not picking the Lions on my parlay ever again. If I'm being completely honest, if we're, <laughs> why would you do that? Don't bet on any Detroit dude, man. team. I'm telling dude, the public. I did it three that. times Don't and I lost them Any all. Detroit God, team, damn. you will be disappointed. Don't do it. Bet against Detroit. If you're gonna do anything, I'm not a financial advisor. Detroit. <laughs> I don't advise betting, but if you do, stay away from Detroit teams. Do not About bet for them. Bet against them. It just it 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 will most likely pan out because if we don't fold on ourselves, the rest will fold on us too. So. <laughs> you yeah. might as well not bet on the Lions. If y'all want the pick, the dog. You know, I don't know if it, <laughs> if it came up on there. Yeah, I got so, I got so CJ I'm, I'm I'm done using Fliff. They be doing me dirty. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. all I can use in St. Louis. It's it's bad. So, but Fliff gives you a dollar a day if you yeah. if you have under five bucks. I I use them for money line. That's about it though. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I like the game lines there. I don't like player props, bro. Player props be pissing me off, man. But uh, um, George, I want to say something real quick to you and yeah. Nick, as as two of my good friends, my brothers, my full sale pals. <laughs> I told y'all about Dak Prescott, man. Facts, you did. I told you y'all. Did. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you proved me wrong. As the media, not y'all, 
even though a little bit of y'all tried well, to hey, make, no, to me, be fair, me I only, I I only flamed his last year because he was forcing it last year. But I had but stuck was, up for Dak most of the time. Too, and like, like he had five picks and just off the hands into another no, man. 100%. But you can't act like he wasn't forcing it in situations where well, he shouldn't The have. under pressure shit is the shit that I was talking about. The fucking under pressure. He, that Miami game, they were kicking his ass. He no, I'm not fired. not this year. This I'm talking about in previous years. Yeah, last year, last year was my biggest. Yo, what happened? Because um, I didn't realize how good of a year he had the year before. But you was telling me about it. I re- like I thought he had a pretty good year. But if you look back at the stats, man, he had a great year the bo- year before last year. That and so. Good. I'm Go ahead. not saying top five or nothing, by the way, please, because people always be like, mm-hmm. keep saying but, he, the but people say that golf top, is better than that, right bro. Now. I'm not standing he's for that. He was always top 10 for me personally. Honestly, I think I, it's top 10. I think it's top 10 easy. Yeah, yeah. Quarterback season out of all QBs, people are going to say Lamar because of recency bias. But like pure QB play, Dak's been the best quarterback. Yeah. Since I mean, if you take that game. Cardinals game out of there. That Cardinals game and that 49ers game, ever since that 49ers game, like every yeah. game forward. And except the Bills game, he's been fired. Yeah. yeah. And I won't even fully blame him on the Bills game because the Cowboys couldn't block me, you, and George that day. Not for real. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting to him. George, if there was ever a year to put a ring on y'all finger, man. Yeah. Bro, I can't I can never say that, dude. I can never say that because <laughs> I'll fucking jinx you're it. You're the one man. you're okay. the one Dallas fan. I can't, bro. I can't. I believe I believe in that whole, um, if you put it out into the universe, like, things will happen for sure. But, like, in these situations with the Dallas Cowboys, I just <laughs> have to stay quiet and just watch the outcome. No manifesting here <laughs> yeah. for Dallas. Because <laughs> it, it's, just, it, it's just always the, because I used to be one of those fans that would be like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it far and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But after a while, I was just like, dude, man, I keep saying this shit and it doesn't happen. Like, I just need to watch. I just need to watch. Dallas-Detroit rematch in the in the divisional round. That'll be fire. That'll be fire. I'd love to see it. Yeah. No, but, uh, we need that back. Um, talking about Dallas and Detroit because it was a huge dilemma of what just happened on Saturday night. Um, they played in primetime at eight thirty the last Saturday before um twenty twenty three ended, and it was a back and forth game because of the defenses. Um, in my opinion, they were uh, playing really well, stopping the run on both sides until the third quarter where Tony Pollard started taking off a little bit. Um, but it was back and forth. But at the end of the game, the Detroit Lions had a chance to win the game on a two-point conversion play. Uh, Jared Goff did a play-action pass to his offensive lineman, Taylor Decker, a number 58. Uh, he caught the pass. He was in the end zone. It was a two-point conversion um, success play. But the referees called it back because they say that Taylor Decker did not um, put himself as an eligible receiver on the field. But there was a lot of controversial around it because there was two, three videos that came out when you see Taylor Decker and another offensive lineman walk up to the ref. And you could see that they're saying something. We don't know what they're saying. We don't have the audio file for it. We don't have uh, the exact words on what he was saying, but he was saying something. And from what you see in the video, the referee looked like he didn't even acknowledge what he was mm-hmm. saying, ran onto the uh, middle of both teams and started talking to the other referees. Um, 
I wanted to hear your take on this specifically, Nick, because you are a Lions fan. But obviously, Justin, you could chime in as well. Do you think he did tell the ref he was an eligible receiver, or you think that he was telling him something else? He definitely reported he was eligible. I mean, <laughs> there's there's video of him walking up, but it looked like the ref did not care. And then or he did went not on the, hear him. Some or, shit like that. Whatever, but he was paying no mind to what Decker was saying. It looked like from the video, like you said, we don't have the audio. And so he he reported to the defense and they made an announcement that <clears throat> 70 was eligible on the O-line, which is not Taylor Decker. And Was so, that the other, real quick, was that the other O-lineman that was with Decker at that moment talking to the ref? I think Skipper came up behind them later. But he wasn't the, I think Penny Sewell, correct me if I'm wrong, Justin. Penny Sewell was the one next to Decker. It was three of them. It was Penny and. Um, yeah, next. but Skipper was the one behind. Like he was the one running up to see if they were reporting. But right. there's also audio of Skipper on the sideline saying, I didn't say nothing to the ref. Like he's like, I didn't say, uh, he, he said, I didn't say shit to quote him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he said he didn't say nothing to the ref. And so. Um, yeah, because when you not, look at. The, the conversation between the ref and Decker, it looked like Decker said something, but it looked like the referee was not paying attention at all. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so I think it was completely on the officiating. I think they really just messed up. And we didn't have any timeouts. So when they announced that the other number was eligible, I don't know if they just didn't pay it no mind because they didn't have any timeouts or they really just didn't have anything else to do but run the play. So... I don't really know what the Lions could have done from that standpoint because they say it over the intercom that, you know, number 70 is an eligible receiver, which is obviously not who they wanted to be the eligible receiver, but they didn't have any timeouts or anything. And Dan Campbell was saying that he had already spoken to the refs pregame about the play that they were going to run. So I don't know if they were just like, let's just run the play anyway. I don't really know what the mindset is going into that there's not really too much you could do you're lined up to do this play you did everything right it seems like the Lions did everything right and the officiate the officials just kind of messed up so I don't really know what they could have done from that standpoint but yes I think they did get screwed over and um I also I'm gonna put a lot of the blame on the refs but I'm gonna put some blame on Dan Campbell for still going for the two-point conversion after they were backed up you just take the extra point after that point, you're not like you. You have Whoa. like eight yards to go. I understand the mindset the situation, of just going the, the for it. Yeah, I I get it. I completely get it. But at that point, it's just safer to take that extra point and go to OT because now you got to run a completely different play that you obviously weren't going to. Like you wanted that play. That play would have worked. And now you got to come. You got to pick something completely different. And you know, it's just a completely different situation. It's it's. And it's a lot more difficult because you have eight yards to get the touchdown and it's get this or we lose. So I say I I think that they should have just taken the extra point before but, Justin goes. Uh, if you if you're done, if you're done, I was going to say it's mostly on the officials because they yeah, that was definitely facts. facts. Yeah. Before Justin goes, just to uh, go off of what you just said last about the two point play, I think. Obviously, I'm assuming here, but I think the the reason why they still went for the two-point play is, one, they don't want to go to OT and risk an injury. 
two, they already clinched the division. They're in the playoffs. You know, obviously you want to try and get that number one seed and because they still had a shot at that mm-hmm. with, if the Niners would lose uh, tomorrow. Um, they still have a shot at that. So you, you would want to go for that. But they're like, you know what? Let's try to win the game now. If it doesn't happen, all right, cool, whatever. At least we're in the playoffs. We haven't been in the playoffs in a long time. You know, let's let's take the shot out here. If if we lose, fuck it. It is what it is. If we win, great, fucking awesome. We still have a shot at the number one seed. And I, I think that's what they were really going through in his mind, in Dan Campbell's mind, because that's if, you go to OT, if you go to OT, you're risking chance of injury. You're like, you really are. Because... One, your players are ready I mean, for you're risking You're risking chance of injury every snap. Facts, so, facts. But the difference you, is... You just is, played four quarters, and exactly. you were trying to win. But so, no, I get, I get what you're saying. You go for a fifth quarter, it, you're already, your body is already exhausted. You're going for a fifth quarter. It could. It, this is what I think that he was probably thinking. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. No, I, I completely understand that. I just meant from trying to win that game type of standpoint. And I'm not... I'm not upset with Campbell and the way he handled that at all either. Honestly, um, I just think that's just what I would have done. But I'm not. I'm. I'm more upset with the officials completely botching that last play. That that's just horrible. Yeah. Go ahead, Justin. It looked like. I mean, simply Detroit got hold. <laughs> yeah. Facts. It, it, it is like not nothing to... new though. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I don't know the officials love to mess us over. But I've seen that they tried to disguise who the eligible man was going to be. That's why three of the, of the linemen were up there. I, yeah, I, don't, know. I don't know how true that is. But it no, like makes sense. Did, makes sense. It seemed like they did their job too well. <laughs> trying to <laughs> disguise everything and, you know, make the Cowboys confused. And it was a great play call by Mr. Goat himself, Ben Johnson. I'm going to miss him. <laughs> He's going to get a head coaching job, and I'm going to be At sad. The end, it just didn't work. I mean – Oakland. In the grand scheme of things, it didn't really affect much <laughs> other than the Detroit possibly. They could have got the one seed. I don't think they would have got it regardless. Yeah, I disagree with you there. I think it affected a lot, actually. I mean, they could have got the whole playoff picture. Now we have to play in Dallas, though, if we play them. That's the thing. That's the biggest. So so I'm wrong? They wouldn't be able to get the one seed if they won the game? No, you were right. No, you're right. Personally, I just didn't think they were going to get it regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we could have got the second seed at least, and then that way if we played Dallas again, we don't have to go into Dallas in a playoff atmosphere. It did did affect some shit, but at the end of the day, one thing you can take away is you just prove you can go in Dallas, something not a lot of teams, really none have been able to do this year and and play toe-to-toe with them. Granted, of course, That's you gotta have it at Ford Field, but we had we had more you know, offense too, except for CD yeah. Lamb, obviously. But <laughs> you can go there and hopefully make a game plan that 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 can at least keep CD to 150 yards. God damn! <laughs> but I mean, it, at the end of the day, Detroit and the the culture they've they've made, specifically led by Dan Campbell. You first of all, Ben Johnson could have had a head coach job this past summer, but mm-hmm. the, the culture you guys have now. <clears throat> I'm not really worried about you going on the road and, and winning a game in Dallas. I think you guys could play with any of these NFC teams. Like San Fran, obviously, probably is a different level, but a Dallas, a Philly, a L.A. Rams. A we have a shot to beat all these teams. You it's really do. Whether, you got the yeah. offense for it. And if the if the pass rush is there like it was on that faithful Saturday night. Just worried about your secondary. That's literally, that's secondary, and if, if our O-line gets beat, if there's pressure on Goff, 
and we can't get our run game going, you might as well wrap it up with a bow, like I said earlier. You might Jameer Gibbs, baby. Uh, Jameer, uh, Montgomery, we need those guys to have at least decent days, or else that play action doesn't get 50 going. 50-plus yards each. doesn't get going. And they need to start using Jamison Williams more often. I know he just hurt his ankle, but gosh, dog, that man can run. Yeah, put him on some everybody rushes, Everybody out there, bro. Give him some more plays, Ben. Like five I rushes a game, at least. Something. He just needs to touch the ball. That dude is <clears throat> great in open space. Facts. He's too fast. He's <laughs> nasty. Um, you know, as a Cowboys fan, you know, obviously I'm wearing the 88 on my chest and shoulders, the famous 88. Um, I was happy that that two-point conversion didn't go through. You know, I want the whole field advantage compared, obviously, 49ers got it. But other than that, we have full home field advantage against any other team as of now. And I think we're going to clinch that number one, that number two seed, the number one seed in our division, the number two seed in the conference uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree that it was a bullshit call. And from the videos, you could tell that at least something was going on. The referee wasn't paying attention. And that is right there. Lack of doing your job. Just like how Justin was alluding to earlier. Just like every other job, there's always consequences when you don't pay attention and do your job right. And right there, that should be a consequence. I think that referees should get fined for that. I think they should get suspended for that. I think, or at least have a press conference. Yes, yes. Like, there's no questions going to these refs. They just get to go on home. But all these players and coaches are getting asked these questions that Facts. they really can't answer. Like, what's Dan Campbell supposed to say? He's Facts. already fired up. He's pissed. He's already pissed the fuck off. Dude, and then these reporters like, what's going on? He's like, bro, you asking the wrong person. Yeah. You're asking hey, the wrong person. at the postgame. He walked off the, off the podium like five times just to walk back. And I ain't seen nothing like that before. This brother was pacing in the postgame press conference. He was sick to his stomach. Facts, and I can't sick to him, his stomach. And and I, f- I feel him. Dude, I get it. Yeah, these referees need to get punished. Uh, stuff like this again. I think they should at least just at least just ask them questions after the game because I got sometimes uh, you just. I think, I I think more know. than that too. More than that because no, like, definitely. But I'm saying at the least because they don't even they just get to go home. Like that's we, what you, I don't. You see get. the video it's evidence like, too. You see the video evidence that M- the referees NBA NFL like it's all. BS. They just get to make these stupid calls, make the game about them, or they mess up, or whatever the case may be, and they are never ever held accountable. And all these players and coaches are fined for whatever. Like we're finding players for too too hard of a block. Like, what are we doing? It just yeah. doesn't make sense. It's just like any other um, breaking the law in, in the world. In the in, it's like. You break the law, there's a consequence for it. Obviously, it's taking it to another dramatic standard because it's not really breaking the law. But in the field of play, in the court of play, you're basically making a bad call and there should be a consequence to that. Like, you should be paying a fine. You should be suspended. Why? Because when that happens, when there's a consequence, it's less of an outcome that's going to happen in the future because these refs are going to be more attentive into what they're calling, more attentive into their job. 
Like, mm-hmm. if you're just letting these refs get off the hook, like, it's all good. Like, like if there were children and children did some bad shit and you're like, oh, you know, they're just kids or whatever. No, there needs to be consequences behind it so that this shit doesn't happen in the future. If not, you tell them, George, this shit's going to keep happening. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. They got to do something, but you know they won't. Yeah, no, for sure they won't until uh, they won't. we make some fucking uh, uh, what what's that shit called? Um, uh, strikes. We make some strikes. Some fans go on strikes and shit. They don't go to the they fucking game. Been, they should have been interviewing refs after that Rams Saints NFC Championship. Game. That's a fact. Even before That's that, a fact. Oh, even, all they did was make. Pass interference. The Dez caught it, catch what, against the year? fucking Packers. Yep. <laughs> Sick, man. Make me a rest. Saints, Saints would have won, won the Super Bowl if it wasn't for that. Probably. Yeah. Probably. They didn't, they didn't want Drew Brees winning. Though, to Jordan's point, hmm? Dallas could have two. Yeah. yeah. Off the well, I mean, hey, yep. Detroit should have won that game. Calvin had that catch, and they didn't call the Pettigrew uh, pass interference. Damn, y'all got hold twice in that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Twice Dude, against Dallas. Ta- bro, there, you could literally look up videos uh, oh, damn. Just, Sorry. like 30 minutes long of the Lions getting hold by the refs. I mean, is I, I really think A that, compilation? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Like Golden Tate scoring in Atlanta, and there was that ten second runoff. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah, like, there is so yeah. there is. It's a long list. It's a long list. I I implore right. anybody who wants to wants to see the Lions' pain. You you can go watch that video. <laughs> it's a long. It's, it's not uh, a, not a fun video to watch. Or you can watch Barry Sanders highlights. That that brightens up. Or my the day. doc. Watch the doc. This is fire. <laughs> yeah, the doc was great. Doc was great. Um. Before we get out of here, let's talk about this playoff picture because we have at least two or three meaningful games, one tonight and two tomorrow. Um, the one I do want to talk about is the the damn Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills, which Miami Dolphins have, in the beginning of the year, you know, showed a lot of uh, promise, and they, they came with it. They proved it. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, I don't know what the hell happened to them this year. They were on a hell of a train, a hell of a roller coaster going up and down, up and down, up and down. And now they have a chance to at least get into the playoffs. Um, whoever wins this game clinches their division. Uh, they will be the number two seed in the playoffs. If the Dolphins win, again, they clinch the division. They will be hosting either the Steelers or the Colts uh, next week for, um, I'm sorry, either the Steelers, Jaguars, or Colts next week uh, for the first round of playoffs. If Buffalo wins, then Miami will have to travel to probably um, Kansas City, which, in my opinion, Kansas City is taking that shit. <laughs> Honestly, but I gotta say that for my my fellow uh, Dolphin fans. But there is uh, a lot that's gonna go into this game. It's gonna be played at Miami, so I think Miami has a really big chance of winning this game. But Buffalo has been playing good up to now, uh, even though Stephon Diggs hasn't been playing the like the, the Stephon Diggs that we have uh, known to love and watch. 
Uh, but I think uh, this game, he's going to flip that. I think he'll have probably a tutty and maybe 130-plus yards. Um, I'm but, playing parlay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a dope game to watch 100%. But I just wanted to know, who do you guys got, Miami or Buffalo? I got Buffalo. I think they the, – I mean, we saw the way they played last game. Buffalo completely dominated, and Buffalo has been playing great football as of recently. Uh, they finally started using James Cook. I don't know why they weren't earlier in the season. They need to get that run game going, and then Josh Allen can kind of do what he does best. And if the defense is on their heels, which they weren't earlier in the season because they just couldn't get that run game going, for whatever reason, the play calling wasn't wasn't really run driven or they just weren't really using James Cook the way they should have been and they have uh, as of recently so I think that's better their offense and that defense uh they're not that healthy but they've been playing a lot better brand of football so I I don't see Miami coming out with a win in this one nice okay okay Justin um Miami's really beat up um Waddle's hurt mm-hmm. Howard's hurt Mostert's beat up, even if he goes. Tyreek's beat up, and mm. he's got to go. Tyreek limping. Tyreek is limping into that game. Lost Phillips. Lost their center. Uh, just give me Buffalo, man. Buffalo hasn't even, because the last two games against the Chargers and the Patriots didn't really impress me much offensively. They kind of seem to go back to what they were doing earlier in the season. But I do think Buffalo is better than Miami. I think Buffalo knows they're better than Miami. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Bradley Buffalo, Chubb too just tore his ACL. I don't. I didn't think yeah. you said that one. But really yeah, they're, they're, and, that's and rough losses. It's kind of like all teams have that one team that you just got to get past at one point. Yeah. And for Miami, it's Buffalo. So until they do it, exactly. I'm just gonna keep picking Buffalo. That's 100%. exactly why I want to pick Buffalo because mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry, I want to pick Miami. In truth, oh, but. I'm picking Buffalo because Buffalo just has their number. Like it's it's mm-hmm. tough for Miami to beat them. Um, every time they face each other, it's it, in the Josh Allen tour era. It's always been Buffalo on the winning percentage side. Uh, even last year in the playoffs, we saw it. They face each other in the first round of the playoffs. Buffalo won. Not surprised there. Earlier in the year, Buffalo won. Um, I just think that they have their number. Uh, the, the injuries do take part. There's too many injuries on the Miami side that it's gonna affect them really and then with Tua anytime he plays a good defense he to me he chokes man to me he chokes he hasn't been playing well against good defenses even against Dallas he didn't play that well you know it was more of a a all-around game from the whole team but he didn't even play that well against Dallas um anytime they play a good defense he doesn't play as great as he does against other defense because in my opinion he's not a playmaker he puts the ball where it needs to be He's probably the most accurate quarterback in the league, but he's not a playmaker. He's not a Mahomes out here. He's not a Lamar out here. And if he needs to make a big play, I don't see that Tua will do that. And I, I think, think that's a good uh, point, George. Huh? I think that's a good point. Like, yeah, I think he he's gonna have to make a big play against the Bills, and I think he's just gonna fall short. I don't think um, enough gets said when everybody wants to hype up Tua. I'm personally a Tua slander. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> if you follow me on socials, but I I 
I understand. In terms it. of like off platforms and you know you gotta be off platform, but like you said, being a playmaker, that's not really what he does. He's a very scripted mm-hmm. follow what the play call is type of guy. And and sometimes when it's not there, Baltimore game last week, he'll start to kind of panic and stare down a receiver and that it's leads to interception. Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. Valid point on your part, George. <clears throat> you gotta be I'm a playmaker out here, bro. The amount of people picking Buffalo, but I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna pick them too. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's tough, man. But um, he was gonna need crazy separation from his wide receivers, but I, I think they're a little too banged up to get the separation needed to come out with the win. Yeah. Yeah. Um the Jaguars and Colts, they're both nine and seven, fighting for the first place in the AFC South. Surprisingly, the Jaguars are nine and seven, man. I mean, I know Trevor got hurt. I know Christian Kirk got hurt a few weeks back. I know um Trevor hasn't been playing the same since like the middle of the season because he tweaked his knee. Um, but I am surprised that the Jaguars are not like 13 and three right now, bro. Like it is just like their defense has been spectacular this season. They went downhill at the end of the season, but they were doing so good in the beginning that I really thought they were like top five defense, honestly. And now they have just proven me wrong. They're going downhill nine and seven. They're fighting for to clinch the division, which I think they should have clinched already. Uh, the Colts, they might, they might clinch the division, bro. I think that they might beat uh, the Texans tonight and take that division uh, o- o- over. And then the Jaguars are going to be in the wild card visiting whatever team, either Miami or or uh, Kansas City. And I honestly think that if Trevor doesn't play, or I'm sorry, Miami or Buffalo or Kansas City, and if Trevor doesn't play, I think they're going to be out of the first round. What y'all think? Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, you're not wrong. They fell off a cliff. Yeah, yeah they did. Cliff, the defense, bro. defense fell off a cliff. Offense fell off a cliff. It's been pretty, pretty poor football. <laughs> Honestly, that secondary can't guard nobody right nobody, now. Nobody, bro. Not a single person. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I think I'm picking Houston tonight. I ain't gonna lie. I'm but picking I- Houston too. Okay, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Andy won. They've overachieved all year without Anthony mm-hmm. Richardson. Without so, well that defense has played. And oh, they're nine eight seven too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, going to Indy's a hard place to win at. I mean, they, they do have a great fan base. It mm-hmm. doesn't really get spoken on that much. They beat the Ravens earlier in the year. Yep. And they got JT back rolling. Last yep. week mm-hmm. he scored. I think this week he probably scored again. I'm a believer in CJ. I think CJ in his too. first real prime time esque game. He's going to get the job done. It's That's essentially a, a dumb game to already because whoever wins, regardless of the division, is in. Like, they, whoever wins gets the wild card spot. So, yeah, exactly. I'm going to trust in CJ, but I wouldn't be surprised if anyone by any means. I'll be dope to see CJ in the yeah. playoffs his first year, and especially the way that he was slinging it throughout like mm-hmm. the first eight weeks, only through one interception. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. CJ or the Texans need the Jaguars to lose, right? For them to even get in the playoffs. No, they t- have whoever to... wins the game is in the playoffs regardless. Yeah, because okay. they're I all tied. The, I thought it was the division, like the division. Um, well, what if the Steelers win? No, they're still in there. Like whoever wins, like that ass between the Texans and Colts, you just good to go. They're in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I could have swore if like the Steelers won. Because the Colts got a spot already. Yeah, they, well, no. they're in the spot, but no, they're in the hunt. But they have a better, but they have a better division record, though. I think that's why. I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I'm Let pretty sure where a win gets in between the Texans and the Colts, Shoot. but the division, so. they, do need I, the, they do need the Jaguars to lose. Dude, I, I'm a CJ Stroud believer, man. I hope, I hope they get oh, yeah. in there and win. I, the I love to see record. it. So, yeah, that'll just switch off between the Colts and the Texans. Jacksonville's division record is 4-1. and one. Colts, Texans, 3-2. and two. Tennessee Titans, we're not going to even talk about. Um, <laughs> if Jaguars win, for sure they're in, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. the Texans or Colts win, I think they need the Jaguars to lose to get the division title. But I think they yeah. still in uh, whoever wins that game, I think they're still in the wild card. Yeah. Okay. Because remember, it's seven teams in the wild card. Yeah, well, no, 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 I understand. It's six playing. I, I thought if yeah. the Steelers, I thought if the Steelers won and the Texans won, then the Steelers would get it because of, like, I think it was either conference record or division record. I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. If Houston wins, that's which. No, off. what I'm saying is that they both could get it. I mean, they could. Steelers, Steelers are out of it right now. Yeah, yeah. but if if they win. And the Texans or Colts win, they both can get in still. Well, there's a scenario where Buffalo doesn't make it too. Because they yeah, because yeah. if they both win, exactly. Because if they mm-hmm. both win, that's still alive. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be exciting today, bro. Because yeah. the Steelers need to win today, and they play. Mm-hmm. They, play they play the, the Ravens, Ravens and the Ravens gonna are bench sitting, everybody. Yeah, the Ravens yeah. Are gonna sit out everybody, and then the Colts and Texans play tonight, which. They both need to win that game, so that's going to be great. Yep. It's going to be a good Saturday football for sure. Really Ravens should, Raven should start in the first half just to. I think Tyler Honey is going to go off. I think they still win. The Ravens still win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mason Rudolph been hooping. Man, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, it's good to see him do good as a backup quarterback. They put him in, and but. Um, Better than I, I just feel, I, I, I feel like he's a douchebag, though. I feel like he's a douchebag. But that, that's just know. me and my uh, personal <laughs> opinion. <laughs> well, you and Miles Garrett would agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like Miles Garrett is a very down-to-earth, humble guy. Even though he, he could show that he could be a fucking animal. <laughs> but I feel like he's a very humble guy. And I think like if you piss somebody off like that, for sure you're a douchebag. <laughs> um, right. Going to the NFC Man, the NFC South, bro Let me pull this up because I sent it to myself To the GMike Media page And, um, dude The the scenario for that division Is just hilarious to me Because they're so trash <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad I'm going to read this off, alright the Buccaneers scenario. Buccaneers win or Buccaneers tie and Saints lose or tie versus Falcons. That's how they get into the playoffs. The New Orleans Saints. Saints win and Buccaneers lose or tie versus Panthers or Saints tie and Buccaneers lose. Okay. And the last one, Falcons scenario. 
Falcons win and Buccaneers lose to the Panthers. So the best scenario here is the Falcons because they don't have that many uh, things that can happen. Yeah. They just the need Bucks to win. Got to capitalize on the Bucks. Got to win and they're in. No matter what, yeah. they're in. They're in. Yeah, but they play a two two win team. So <laughs> exactly. as long as they don't go in thinking they already won, they should win. Exactly. If you go in, that's a dangerous game. Going in thinking like you already won and you go into the playoffs because it is any given Sunday. You cannot sleep. Exactly. But if they go in like we need this win and we're gonna go <laughs> get this win, then then they'll get it. And one thing for you uh, non-regular football fans out there that have just been getting into football recently or in the past few years, when it comes to divisional games, if you have a chance to knock off your rival from the playoffs, you best believe they're going to be giving 110% every fucking play. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the water boy or the towel girl (laughs) or... Or the head coach or the quarterback, Bryce Young, that has been having a horrible season, in my opinion. The last two games, no, last game, actually, because I started him in fantasy. Fuck you. Had a terrible fucking game. But before that... Why you started Bryce Young, though? <laughs> why, you, why you started Bryce Young, I know it's bro. not only him. Oh, yeah. I know it's we, not only him. late in this season, yeah. bro. <laughs> I, I I think Bryce can figure it out if he gets an O line. Facts, facts. Me too, me too. I'm just giving him shit right now because he only gave me two points in fantasy championship. Dang, that's, that is two your points. That is your I, fault. I, I, my, all my uh, ready. Uh, I'm gonna tell you my injured championship reek before we continue. <laughs> Justin Herbert out. No, yeah. Keenan Allen out. Jalen Waddle out. Damn. Michael Thomas out. Damn. <laughs> Hey, My championship week, bro. <laughs> I got demolished. 170 to 70. Oh, my bro, God. Bro, I got demolished, bro. Yes. That's sickening. My boy had Puka Nakul, CeeDee oh. Lamb that went off oh. against the fucking Lions. Oh. 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 Josh Allen, the backup to Josh uh, Jacobs, Zadir uh, White, I think that's yeah. his name. Um... Forgot who his flex was. I think his oh George Pickens. No, I don't know who his flex was. Whatever his team went off. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> but for again, for you non-football fans out there, if a divisional game is coming down to the wire and that you could kick a, a one of your divisional rivals off of the playoffs, they are coming a hundred and ten percent to play. So what Nick is saying is fucking a hundred percent correct. You better go in with the mindset that you want to demolish them. Because if you think it's going to be an easy game, you better wake Jeez. the fuck up. You better wake mm-hmm. the fuck up. Yeah. They, no, I might be the... easy, though, because the Panthers are ass. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. They're bad, but they can't. But if they can't go in thinking like they're already in the playoffs. Facts. I've seen so many times where, uh, what was it, the Jets a few years ago. Um, they were getting a few wins towards the end of the year that they shouldn't have. And... Even the Lions, Lions last year knocked the Packers pretty much out. Yep. I'm pretty sure the yep. Packers were thinking they they were pretty much got Facts. it in the bag because they played and, our Lambo too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when the when was the last time up in that up until that point? When was the last time Lions won in Lambo with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback? I can't even tell you. Yep. So <laughs> they would probably went in with that game like, all right, we're in the playoffs, and it didn't end up that way. There's um. Four teams that are outside of the bubble of the M- NFC right now that have a chance to get into the playoffs. 
And one of those teams that I think uh, will probably take that spot is the Seattle Seahawks. And the reason why I say it is because of Incentive Week, right? If you guys don't know what Incentive Week is, is when players have certain incentives in their contract that will make them bonus money. And if Geno Smith gets Seattle Seahawks into the playoffs, he gets $2 million. So if you think that he's not going to go out there and be slinging the fuck out that shit. <laughs> he going to try. <laughs> he going to try. <laughs> who they play? Let me see who they play. They play Arizona. Oh, man. They definitely winning that game. Who do the Packers play? The Packers play I honestly the Bears. Do not want to see them. The Bears. I hope. Justin Fields, bro, come in clutch for me. Come in clutch, Fields. I I hate to see the Packers doing well. I will hate the Packers (laughs) until the day I die. I want them to be out. I do not want to see them succeed, even though I like. Well, they uh, would visit Dallas, and Dallas is going to get that revenge, baby. And I'm going to be talking to my brother. I don't care. I don't want them them seeing the playoffs, bro. I don't want them to see it. I want them at home on the couch watching the playoffs, bro. I don't want them to see it. I do not want them seeing it. I hope the green and yellow sad crying on their cheese. That's what I want. I don't know. Talk that shit. Go ahead. I'm gonna give you like five <laughs> minutes. Go. <laughs> nah, I said what I said. I said what I said. I want them. I want them crying at home on their couch watching everybody else. I want them watching the Lions in the playoffs, even though we probably go lose if we face the Rams. It's okay. I just don't want them seeing the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Lions play the the Vikings, which I think they'll probably sit all their yeah, players it, too. Yeah, that game don't matter. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Wow, holy shit. What a fucking great game this is. The Jets against the Patriots. Holy shit. Game of the week. <laughs> Trash ass. Game of the week. But they uh, better get an O-line when Aaron Rodgers comes back. Because I promise you, it's it might be round two again this upcoming year if they don't get an O-line. Because Aaron Rodgers ain't as young as he used to be. Uh, he can't take as many hits as he, as he used to, so... They, they better they better fix up that O-line. You know, I know they wanted to put a lot of blame on Zach. And he, granted, he didn't play great, but that O-line is booty. Beat up. Beat up. Oh, <laughs> uh, real, real, real quick, because we had this conversation throughout the whole year since the offseason. Um, on what team was the best NFL team from week one? And then we said it again, probably week five. And then we had gone to like week 11. And we were talking about. The San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles because Logan Peter was saying that the Eagles were the better team, right? But now there is a chance that the Eagles will play in the wild card, and if they win, they will play the 49ers next. Who is winning that game? 49ers. (laughs) Come on now. Who won the first game? (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. Yeah, no. Philly going into San Fran. It's not happening. People think that you can just walk, not you too. I'm not saying that. People think you just beat the Niners. You need a specific defensive skill set. Like Baltimore, Fox. you got an elite safety. Mm-hmm. You got an elite linebacker. Mm-hmm. You got a good pass rush. And you got an elite corner. Philly yep. has none of that. They probably <laughs> got the pass rush, and Slay is still really good. Now, yeah. No longer probably elite. Yeah. The linebackers are garbage. Horrible. Kevin Byard hasn't seemed to really work out. He hasn't been playing bad, but it's just the the corners can't guard nobody. Is trash. Yeah, he's playing trash as fuck. Horrible. Uh, And and they're just not built to beat San Fran. I know who is George, but 
<laughs> that's neither here nor there. We we'll just have to see. It won't be Philly though. That's for sure. I agree. I just hate uh, that they're going to have, have to have an insane offensive day. Insane. Yeah. No, and they're that's, that's that's y'all's Miami. I mean, that's y'all's Buffalo. Dallas has the talent <laughs> to beat San Fran, man. They just stop letting them punk y'all. Please stop letting them punk y'all. Mentally, it's hard. That's the problem. They're so talented, bro. They're so talented. So talented. Great coaching. Great coaching too. Game last year, y'all had the offense. In. Oh, don't tell me it froze. Oh, he's back. He's back. No, we see you. We see you. All right, man. It froze first. But Dallas in the playoff game, you had Curse and Micah and, and all, like the versatility that Quinn put out had the 49ers in a chokehold. Sadly, yeah. that just didn't come through that day. I think I think it was more of uh and the same thing is going on with the Los Angeles Chargers right now. I think Kelly Moore was the fucking issue, bro. I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think not. I think he just had bad juju because I don't think he's a bad play caller. I think he just nah, has bad energy is. around him. <laughs> I, no, I think he's a bad play caller. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, there was times. That, that one Zeke Hut play, that was crazy. Oh, that, was, that was horrendous. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know what the fuck he, that was. He has some, some good play calls. I'm not saying that, but. No, but overall. Totality, I don't, I don't think he's that. I mean, look at what the Chargers were doing. What the heck were they doing this year on offense? I know their Facts. defense has been atrocious, but if you have Herbert. I know Austin Eckler wasn't the Austin Eckler that we've seen in the past, but Herbert and Keenan Allen, you should get something going on offense, but they really couldn't get nothing. Yeah, yeah. They fell short too many times, too. I think that Miami yeah. game, they should have won. There was a lot of games they should have won. Yeah, A facts, lot of games they should have won. Facts, facts, Yeah, man. Hey, great fucking conversation, bro. Um, I will get you guys on probably in the middle of the playoffs, see what sure. the fuck's going on. Hopefully, uh the lions the lions the lions and cowboys are probably playing in the divisional round again hopefully and uh that'll be musty and hopefully we don't pay the refs this time and we just see a good complete game you know it'll be i, I really hope not <laughs> i hope that, i hope dan campbell pays the refs <laughs> right right type shit i want to i want to see us get the get the call one one of these times yeah. just one I'll take it. I don't Before care. we get out of here, man, let these people know where they can follow you, listen to your stuff, because I know you guys got some shit popping off, man. Let them know. Freezy Sports on IG, Freezy Sports on TikTok, and because somebody's a hoe, Sports Freezy on Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh, because they don't want to give you the name? They don't want to give you the name? Has, I think somebody has him, bro. It pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, right. man, let them know, man. Nick J. Wilkins TV on everything. That's that's about tell, it. Hey, everybody in the comments tell Nick post more. Tell him stop being a whore. Yeah. Hey man. Whore. I, I, oh, you're a whore now? You're a whore now? Hey, I had a podcast going. I had a podcast going. It's over now. That's yeah, it. It's over now. But now <laughs> you do your own thing. Bring back no, Red Heart Sports. I'm about to, bro. Yeah, I'm dude. about to. Let me know, man. You know, uh, whenever you need a guest, I'm I'm there, bro. I'm there. For sure. Too, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Uh, guys, you know where you can follow me at GMikeMedia underscore on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. On Twitter at George Mike Perez. The audio version of this podcast is available on all podcast platforms and YouTube as well. I got a little sports gambling company going on. It's called The Degenerates. If you guys are into sports gambling but are not certified, basically, to 
put your own slips. So you need some help putting your own slips. Charge $5 a month, but we give you daily slips and we be winning $25, $50, $100 a day, baby. So if you want to come in, send me a DM on either of the socials or if not, click the link below and we'll get you up and running, baby. But guys, hey, thank you, bro. Uh, you know, I'm already having back on. You already know what it is, baby. You already know, baby. For yes, sure. sir. Be easy.